cup that I'm holding. I'm smiling, she living, she golden, she lives for me. Says she lives for me, elation. Who own motivation? She comes round and she goes down with me. And I'll make you smile. Drew Grabo Live, we have a hotline call, Seth. I don't know who it is. Yeah, I don't know either. I didn't set anything up for today. Hello? Hi, this is Candy, the pastel princess. I don't know if y'all remember. I talked to y'all a long time ago when you guys were over on uh, uh, 97X. It was you, it was Seth, it was that other girl, um, and I would call y'all. Do y'all remember me? Yes, of course. Candy, Candy I, there, there's no way I could ever forget such a fantastic caller, uh, the Pasco princess herself, probably the most classy lady in all of Pasco County. I'm so thankful that you said that. I was just calling. I know y'all are getting ready to move on to another topic, but I just wanted to say, because I heard y'all talking about Bo Burnham. Now, I do agree with you that he is pretty not funny when you're watching his comedy special, but I found that with my boyfriend, Randy, if we put on those songs that he sings, they're real good for making love to. And I don't know if you guys, I know y'all are dating for like six weeks now, I don't know if she's old enough to be having sex yet, but if so, <laughs> that might be a way y'all could explore her love for him mm. and your, you know, what you want to get done in the relationship. So what you're telling me, Kenny, is that Bo Burnham's songs are very good soundtracks to making love. What else other than straight white male does he have to offer? Uh, there's hot potato in the oven. There is dishes <laughs> in the sink. I mean, I could continue if you like. I My would... cat won't stop meowing. What day is it? Oh, it's just Wednesday. There's lots of songs, and every single one of them just brings a little bit of a twist that, you know, you don't really know. We like to, we have a whole wheel set up for Bo Burnham, and what we'll do is we'll just spin that wheel, and whatever it lands on, that kind of just sets the mood for us. Are you allowed to spin the wheel with any other boys? Oh, I spin the wheel with whoever I want, honey. I make the rules. Is this the the, the Pasco princess you told me that you uh, you tag team back in the day with that truck driver, Drew? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She remembers, and uh, you know, we uh, it was it was it was a uh, it was a rough time that Candy was going through then, and she's back with a good partner now, and we're very happy for her. So, Candy, I'm sure happy for you that things seem to be going well. I appreciate it. Things are going so good. I hope you guys have a great day. I just wanted to throw that out there. Well, thank you very much, Candy, the Pasco princess. Always great to hear from you. That was nice. The girl who she was referring to before, Danielle, uh, yeah. she's on 94.9, and she's got a uh, a mommy segment that appears on Fox on Mondays. Oh. A mommy hacks. Wow. Yeah, so she's doing well. I guess so. Where's that lady been? I've been, you know, I've never heard of her. Candy the Pasco Princess, she would call from time to time. She probably wanted to make sure that we caught Danielle's uh, segment on Fox 13 News. Well, I mean, clearly, I mean, when, when Drew wants to start disparaging the name of Bo Burnham, I think there's people that want to defend it, and I think that's okay. She's one of them for sure. She uh, she defended the good name of uh, of Bo Burnham. Um, before we get to it's okay, it's not okay. Um, I want to run something by you guys. Oh, oh no. no! So I, I was talking to my girlfriend about movies and stuff, and she's said something about Goonies, and I said, "Yeah, I, I haven't seen Goonies." And she goes, well, "What do you mean you haven't seen Goonies?" I go, well, "What do you know about Goonies? You weren't even friggin' alive when that movie was big." She goes, "No, but everybody from the '80s has seen the Goonies." And I said, I, I, it's kind of my thing. And sometimes I hear myself saying things to her, and I go, man, this can't make any sense. And I go, it's kind of my thing that I haven't seen the Goonies. What does she mean? People from the '80s have seen it. Are you a, are you a guy from the '80s? Well, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's, yeah. I mean, I would say so. Thank you. Yeah, I'm the '80s guy. I mean, that's his, 
It's his, my, his era. Yeah, it's my era. My golden days. I thought you were you were born in 69. doesn't matter where you were, where you were born. Oh, okay. I mean, he was I, there for it all. 60s, 70s, 80s. He's seen it all. Raised in the 80s. <laughs> Teenager in the 80s. Well, you were raised in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. I was one in the 60s. I, w- I was a child in the 70s. I really came into my own socks and underwear in the 80s. Yeah. What you're saying is the, the 60s were a blur for you. Yeah. Correct, yeah, so a one-year-old blur. You're like a smooth listening station bringing the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Exactly what I'm like. So I'm explaining that um, the the Goonies, I, I it's my thing that I haven't seen it. And she said, well, what if I, what if I told you I want to watch it with oh, you? Oh, God. And I said, um, if you told me that, I said, well, you wouldn't tell me that if you knew, like, what the Goonies meant. And she said, well, I'm telling you, I want to watch it with you. Wow. So, so looking now for, what happens? Looking for a new girlfriend. So you're going to watch it? I'm going to watch myself get a new girlfriend. No. So, you, so when, when are you guys going to settle down and watch it? Probably tonight, huh? I don't think we're going out tonight, but uh, but I, I will probably watch it soon. Yeah. Wow. That's a you're gonna. That's a stay-in movie. That's a stay-and-play. That's a Netflix and chill, and then bone. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Anyway, so I want to tell you, I soon will be seeing. Uh, Look mi- at you growing. Hey, all of these years, and there's just happened. Uh, wow. All it took was the right woman. I don't know, man. I think you're sacrificing too much of yourself. By the way, Danielle's uh, segment on Fox already ran, and uh, Candy just missed us. That's what Daniel just told me. It's time for another round of... It's okay. It's not okay. Real simple. Involving the weekend's events. Tragic, to be sure. Heart-wrenching, no doubt. Is it okay or not okay to embrace the philosophy of mass shootings will happen and there is nothing that can be done to stop them? 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Two ways of thinking. One, we haven't found the right solution, so we should keep looking. Number two, this is the inevitable result of America's love of guns, love affair with violence, and the detached humanity that comes along with social media and our own dependence on our mobile devices. Is it okay or not okay to say that mass shootings are going to happen and there's nothing you can do about it. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. I don't want you to think we shouldn't try, but I embrace the philosophy of this was going to happen, there's no going back, and all we can do is control our own attitudes, be as alert as possible, while at the same time accepting the fact that evil and broken, young, especially white men, will pick up guns and shoot a whole bunch of people. Drew Gobble Live, hello. Who are you? Drew, you're 50? I am. Uh, July 10th, 1969. Oh, my God. I know. All right. I feel better now. Thank you. You feel Thank you. you feel better what? I feel a lot better. I'm about to turn 39, and I was kind of down, but now I feel great. Thank you. Oh, why were you down? I'm getting old. Well, yeah, but, I mean, haven't you lived a, a life that you've enjoyed? Sure, but it's coming to an end. No, it's not. I mean, are you healthy? Uh, a little fat, but I'm pretty good. A little fat means very fat. So, how much? Yeah, probably, probably. Yes. Yeah, how much do you weigh? Uh, about two twenty-eight. Yeah, probably shed some lbs, and you might live to fifty if you're lucky. But I consider myself very fortunate. I've lived this long. I got my blood pressure under control, my cholesterol under control, and I'd say probably at fifty, a lot healthier than your fat ass in the thirties. 
you got to put on a couple pounds on some women to put slapping you around at the bar. Well, they, I might, but that doesn't take away from the fact that you're fat and I am not, and I understand why you're frustrated today, sir. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at your own weakness no, when it comes no, to I'm food. I'm happy, man. I'm happy. Thank you, Drew. I you're, love you. You're very welcome. Lose weight. 727-579-1025. Drew Grab Alive, how can we help you? I'd love to get down to 228. <laughs> how are you? Hello. Hey. Good, how are you? Good, thank you. What's your name? Jennifer. Jennifer, is it okay or not okay to have the attitude of sco- mass shootings will happen and there's nothing that we can do about it? I think it's okay to have that attitude. Mass shootings will happen. It's okay. I think it's totally okay. What do you think is to blame if you had to point to anything or things to blame for the number, the rise in mass shootings in America? I think the person is to blame. You can't blame it on video games. You can't blame it on on Trump. You can't blame it on those kinds of things. It's the person. It's not the gun either. The video game stuff, it's hard for me to buy into the video games are the reason why this is happening. I won't ever say video games are the reason that it's happening. Like, because America's not the only place where there's video games, right? No, but we're we're the only place where we have video games where you can shoot guns like that, where our citizenry has such access to such guns and such passion for those guns. That's the thing. You hear of these people that sit in their room for 15 hours on end with the headset on, hearing the real-life gunfire, uh, you know, the, the games are as if you were really in some sort of military exercise. I don't think that you can be, you know, have that in front of your face for hours on it and it not do something to you. Not saying it's going to make you go out and kill, but it probably desensitizes you at the very least. Right. And the video game itself is not to blame. The video game played by a person multiple hours a day when they don't do anything else left unchecked, that can lead to a desensitivity which could then cause someone to do that. But it's not the video game's fault. I mean, are we talking about tracing this all the way back to blaming the parents then? I mean, if you know your kid's playing shooter games for 15 hours a day, then that's probably on you. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely. And I would say parental presence is as much, if not more, to blame than any factor you could possibly name. If you're not talking to your kids, your kids are talking to someone. Drew Grab Alive, who are you? I'm Neil. Neil, uh, okay or not okay to embrace the attitude of mass shootings are going to happen and there's nothing we can do about it? It is not okay. Um, it's not okay. Being, as, long as, as long as humanity has been around, we've had challenges, we've had problems, and we've always found a way to overcome them. So we have to accept that, yes, it will happen, but we have to find a solution to it. Uh, on the case of desensitivity, yes, video games or music all affect that. However, it's not one single reason um, for this happening. Guys, uh, he's right, by the way. This this guy's absolutely right. But I would like for us to have a little challenge. To Don't tell us, sir. Can you guess where this man is from? I think I know it. Uh, Venezuela. I think you're wrong. <laughs> don't don't answer yet, sir, until all of us is guessed. Don't answer. He said Venezuela, but he's wrong, I think. Seth Kushner. Uh, Des Moines. <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. I'm going, you are either from uh, Trinidad, Tobago, or Turks and Caicos. Where are you from? Bob Marleyland. <laughs> Born where? Jamaica. Jamaica. Oh, of course. Oh, always the easiest yes, answer. Sir. Well, thank you. Hi, Remo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 727-579-1025. He's saying he spent a lot of time in Iowa as he was hanging up. So I, I, I heard, heard that, he, too. He said yeah. the Iowa caucus. He spent some time up oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drew Grab Alive. Hello. Hi. How's it going? What's up? 
Uh, it's pretty good. Just going heading home from doing shopping. Hell yeah! What'd you get today? Uh, school clothes and supplies for the kids, yeah. and then uh, the groceries for the house. Can you friggin' believe these little rugrats are going back to school already? Thank God. Uh, we got a four-year-old that's going to school for the first time. Oh, so you're gonna get ready to walk the kid to the class all the way, and I'll, I'll prepare you. If you, I don't know if you have an older one or not, but that that heartbreaking moment of when your kid no longer wants you to walk you to their classroom and they want to do it on their own, whew, that's a tugger right there. Yeah, we got a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, so we're used to the, the walking to school on the first day, and, and they're in elementary, so we're, uh, we're waiting for the mental day that they're going to be like, I don't need you anymore, oh. Mom and Dad. You're embarrassing me. Oh, just wait till that seven-year-old kicks you out of their bed and they say they don't want, my, you don't want Daddy to sleep with them anymore. Very, very empty moment. But so. he didn't do that until he was 15, right? Thank God. No, I had a lot of years to prepare myself for it. And you still haven't stopped. No, I'm still, when he falls asleep, I go cuddling. Uh, is it okay or not okay, sir, to com- embrace the attitude of mass shootings are going to happen and there's nothing we can do about it? I think it's okay. It's okay. Shouldn't we still try to solve it, though? And what do you think is to blame? Um, Yeah, obviously, we still need to come up with uh, better solutions and preventatives. But um, there's too much to really blame. Um, You can't really, you know, narrow it down to one thing. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily the parents because there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Say something. Give us something. Um, This is so generic. Yeah, like like, you got to think something's to blame, man. To be honest, man, I, I straight up believe that people are people and there are good people and there are bad people. Right. Um, I will say that social media, it has kind of, it's numbed the people to the mass shootings, but it is also kind of given a, a gateway for those that have that, that I want to hurt someone, but I don't want no one to notice. And it's kind of made it to where, well, I'm just going to do this because I know I can at least get on TV like, you know, like a kamikaze bomber. I'm going to take everyone out with me, and everyone will remember my name, whether it's good or bad. I got you. Yeah, clout uh, chasing, I think they call it. By the way, here's the mayor of Dayton, Ohio, uh, Nan Whaley. And he didn't tell me. He said sometime this week. I mean, I've heard that he's coming Wednesday, Trump. but I've not gotten a call. And, you know, he might be going to Toledo. I don't know. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh. I, I don't know that this is the time to crack. I mean. You have to. I mean, this is the, this is the time you get attention no matter what. You know, Brancher, I mean, you have to get it. You say Trump's name when there's tragedy. You have to. Well, that being said, if I'm the mayor of the city where the tragedy happened and I haven't heard from Trump and he's going and he's saying the wrong city, I'm pissed. True. I mean, no matter what you think of the president, you have to understand where she's coming from. Oh, I do understand. I just, um, hurting people uh, lash out a little bit, and I understand where she's coming from. 727-579-1025. I saw Brit so much at a really good point on Twitter. And a couple of people have repeated the refrain, we don't see females doing this. So then, like, what is it about us guys that get so angry that we're going to shoot up a place? Is it what they call toxic masculinity? What is it? Why are we doing this? I don't know. I'm not a guy who wants to kill anybody or anything, yeah. so I don't. I don't. I can't speak for those guys. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Drew Grab alive. Who are you? This is Raph. Hey Ross, what's up? Good, good. Yeah, to answer you, I uh, I understand why some people think that you know it's okay to have that kind of feeling that you know these things are just going to happen, but because it gets tiring, it happens every so often, every couple of weeks something happens. But I think that's kind of a cop out. There are, you know, 
we're the only civilized country that has these mass shootings from our own citizens. And there's definitely a bunch of different causes to it, whether it's, you know, this like lone wolf mentality. Talking about what you guys are saying with the uh, why it's men, I think it's mostly because women are, have, are more supportive, they're more closer with their friends. Guys, it's more of acquaintances. You might have one good friend. Some kids don't even have that. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a cop-out to say that it's okay. Yeah. These things are just going to happen. It's not okay. I appreciate your point, uh, my man. I appreciate that. The reason we're talking about it is because Neil deGrasse Tyson, super genius and uh, astrophysicist, tweeted out shortly after the uh, the shootings, in the past 48 hours, the USA horrifically lost 34 people to mass shootings. On average, across any 48 hours, we also lose 500 to medical errors, 300 to the flu, 250 to suicide, 200 to car accidents, 40 to homicide via handgun. Often, our emotions respond more to spectacle than to data. The first tweet that pops up underneath it in my uh, timeline is someone cracking back at Neil saying, no one person caused 500 medical errors, no one person caused 200. He's right. If one person caused 200 vehicle deaths, you'd accuse that person of genocide. If one person caused 500 medical errors, you call him the worst doctor on the planet. I just feel like when stu- when tweets like this come out just minutes after the tragedy, I just feel like it's it's the agenda, and I don't put anything into what they're saying. I don't even get angry about it because they're they're pushing an agenda. Right, right. I mean, if you're not coming out going, hey, we got to make a change, or you know, th- thoughts and prayers, even if that doesn't mean anything to a lot of people, if you're coming out saying anything other than that, you're pushing an agenda. True. My agenda is to make people feel a little bit better about life. That's it. That's the only agenda I have. And um, I just I tweeted out after uh, the morning when I woke up, August 4th, we don't even have time to grieve for El Paso before we move on to Dayton, and I'm sure the next one is lurking. Gun, gun laws won't change anything, nor will cowering in fear or political posturing. We must protect ourselves on our own and be wary of the evil in the world. Those are my genuine feelings. I don't think gun laws are going to fix anything. People who want to get guns are always going to get guns. Do I think that we have a fetish almost for gun violence in this country? Yeah. But that could change. Kind of like what I said earlier, if if you put a law, if you put a gun law into effect and and you know, I'm somebody who, you know, strongly supports gun rights, but if you change those laws today, it may take however many years to get those guns, those those uh assault rifles or whatever we want to call them off the street. I don't think you see it right away, but I think that it could really you know, over time, make make a difference. I mean, if people can't get these types of guns, right. are, are we then going to see people going in with, with knives and machetes? I don't personally think so. 727-579-1025. A knife or a machete, you have to have more of a personal connection to right. kill somebody. And with a long gun, you or even a handgun, you don't have a personal connection. You're just shooting your gun. Yeah. A knife, you got to really want to kill somebody. Like, you got to be okay with the intimate act of ending it, someone's life. And I don't think a lot of these guys have the balls to do anything like that. Now, I think that it is the impersonal nature of a gun where they can just go through and do that without, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's still very, you know, gruesome and, and hard to deal with. Sure. But it's not like having to stab somebody 10 times. You guys have both fired uh, fired guns before. Do you think that you could, you, you could take that gun and, and shoot and kill another person if you had to? Yeah. To protect me or my or my people for whatever reason. Yes, I mean I don't want to. That is a, that is something that I would hate hate to do. But Same. if forced to, I, I think I think we all have it in us to protect the people we love or ourselves. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Drew Grab alive. Who are you? 
Hello. Hello, this is Eric. Hey, Derek, what's up? Uh, hi, I, I think that it's uh, more of a holistic problem than just uh, one. I think we have a kind of in our nature to try to find one direct problem, whether sure. it be gun control or, or something else. I think it's, it's holistic. I think the accessibility of assault rifles is an issue, and I think that's one thing that could uh, aid in steering these things from happening more, but it's certainly a mental health issue as well. Um, and I, I think to the point of it being predominantly men, um, I do think that there's an epidemic of these, what they call uh, incel men online that uh, spend an awful lot of time where they become almost involuntary celibate. And it kind of spirals into depression and leads people uh, to act out more in this nature. So I think there's a lot of different areas that need to be focused on and, and not just one particular one. Do you think it's a bigger mental health issue or a bigger gun issue? Uh, I think the uh, the amount of damage that happens stems to the type of guns that people can get. Um, I think this type of stuff would probably always happen, even if there were only knives available. But I think the travesty is the amount of people that we lose every single time this happens or, or, or get injured every time something like this happens. And I think that stems to the accessibility of assault rifles, you know, that you could buy almost straight out of a Walmart. Yeah, it is true. Um, whenever you talk about banning or restricting the sale of certain type of guns, those who cling so tightly to the Bill of Rights don't like it. And I get that. You don't want to feel like your rights are being taken away from you. And if they tried to impede on my First Amendment right to say whatever I want, I'd be flipping a biscuit over that. Everybody's got their bill of right that they that they value more highly than the rest. But when you look at the difference between a shotgun, a revolver, and an AR-15, that's a pretty severe difference. What what gets done about that? I don't know. I don't. Can you make people be more responsible with guns? Can you force people to get mental health assistance? And, you know, I think a lot of people look at those who, who cling to their guns and maybe their head's not in the same space where, you know, this is my right. And, you know, what if we have to use these guns against a tyrannical government? But to me, we talk so much about how kind of messed up our, our society is today. And I think it's very fragile, whether it be a sickness, whether it be something that happens from a, a terrorist attack. Like, I don't think without being like trying to be over the top. I don't think we're that far from people needing to have guns in this country. Right. So taking them from people is is never going to work because I think people do deserve the right to be able to protect their family, even if that means something more than a handgun. Right. And it sucks that we feel like we need an AR-15 nowadays, but I'm telling you, we are in some crazy friggin' times. I never thought I'd fire one, let alone want to have one before. But look where we are. I never thought my dad would have a, 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 a carry and conceal permit. So is this? The, so we're going in the direction of more guns? Is that? I don't think more guns. I think the right people having guns to protect themselves against the wrong people having guns. Unfortunately, probably the only solution, because there's no solution other than getting people the mental help that they need and making it free and available for them. What do you do?
You look like you're chewing on something. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking of things without trying to like sensationalize the idea uh, of just we're constantly talking about something, and we right. put a little a little extra something on it, whether it's North Korea, whether it's Russia, whether it's Iran, whether it's aliens, or whether we're talking about some sort of anything breaking out. It doesn't seem that out of the question that you would be in your home needing some serious firepower to protect your own. Like I don't think that is the most unfathomable thing ever. Nope, it's not. And until we figure out what we can do to make people care more about people, I don't know what you do. I don't ever want to seem like we're throwing our hands up and going, oh, well, another mass shooting. But I think the evil people and the broken people among us, they're going to continue to be evil and broken, and all we can do is be vigilant and watch for the signs. And it sucks to be here. Drew Grab Alive, hello. Hey, uh, yeah, I was chiming in, and this is something that I know quite a quite a lot about. I'm one of those Second Amendment guys. Uh, Second Amendment protects the first one, and so on and so forth. But when we look at it, we kind of have more of a morality problem. It looks like. I mean, people are getting bullied, and nobody's stepping up to take care of them. And these kids feel like they need to kill somebody over it. And then it's so easy these days that they want to just go out and grab a gun and kill someone. I mean, I lived in Japan, and kids got bullied. And they took a knife to school. You know, they beheaded kids at school with a knife. So, I mean, it's a it's a morality problem. It's a it's a problem of not seeing the signs or caring about our fellow person. So when you say it's and, a morality problem, tell me what that means. It's not okay. Well, I mean, it, it seems as if people just want to quickly just take a life. Like, it seems so easy. We've been so uh, through through everything that we do. I mean, you look at video games, music, uh, television. Uh, violence is key part, and we've become desensitized to violence. But but we've you always know? been a violent nation. We've always we've been yeah, a nation yeah. that's been yeah. at war with ourselves, with other countries. We got this country because of violence. We took this Absolutely. country through violence. So it's kind of in our DNA. Whereas now, I think this is the inevitable byproduct of our love affair with guns and our glorification of violence. Of course, it would take us here. I don't know what takes us back. I think there's really no going back. It's just changing as we're moving forward. Right. Yep. Um, as, as we move forward, we I mean, I don't agree with changing any of the laws, but I do agree with maybe um, having more signs of, of, you know, those troubled kids. You know, seeing the, the kids that have been, because most of them are, are younger younger adults if we, and teenagers, yep. you know, that are going through depression. A lot of it has to do with psychotics. A lot of them are on drugs, on psychotics, so they've had problems. But, uh, I mean, I did a whole study when I went through college on this, and it was more of a, a, a one of those things where you just have to key in on those certain people that are that are distant from others. And you have to be the one to stand out and say, hey, I'll be your friend. You know, hey, what's going on with you? You know, is yeah. everything okay at home? And not a teacher, but a peer. Yeah, I get you, you know? dude. And that works sometimes with some kids. They don't want to be a friend. They just want to be loners. And what do you do then? And for everybody saying, you know, oh, here's how Australia dealt with its mass shooting problem. Well, we're not Australians. Like, the, that's all well and good, and that might have worked for them, and that's great. They were hunting kangaroos with uh, with boomerangs. We, we love guns, and we got guns, and guns are here. So then how do you get the guns out of the hands of the wrong people? Background checks, take on video games. Start to speak out against the uh, the hate groups in this country. Have conversations like this one. I guess that's the best we can do. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. When we come back, something much more palatable 
much more easy to digest, yet just as offensive, Florida is trying to change the state candy to something I find so evil, insidious, and I dare say shocking and full of hate that this aggression cannot stand. Next on Drew Garabo Live. Small business owners, Spectrum Business has just launched a new offer, and it's just for you, the lowest price ever. For a limited time, they're offering blazing fast internet with speed starting at 100 megabits per second and reliable phone, all for only $64.98 a month. That means that Spectrum Business has the fastest starting speed for the price, so it's the perfect time to make the switch. And you know with Spectrum Business, there are no added phone taxes or hidden fees, so when they say that your business will get fast 100 megabits per second internet plus phone for just $64.98 a month, they mean it. Call Spectrum Business at 855-397-5151 to get blazing fast internet starting at 100 megabits per second plus reliable phone at their lowest price ever, only $64.98 per month. All with no contracts, no added phone taxes, and no hidden fees. Plus, if you're stuck in a contract, Spectrum Business will buy you out. Call 855-397-5151 now. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.